tuning into this segment of the program. We have an awesome guest. His name is Arthur Pulowski, and he is a pastor and man that has been under attack in the nation of Canada. He's actually touring the United States right now and standing for religious liberty and freedom and waking up the church. Pastor Arthur, welcome. What is on your heart, sir? The historical era where once again is, um, you know, this kind of spirit, spirit of liberty, spirit of people that are willing to pay the price and fight for others and needed. So uh, I see thousands of people rising up. I see uh, people very receptive to the message like never before. I'm very pleased uh, to see Americans rising up. I meet pastors left and right right now. I see uh, politicians that are entering the race. <clears throat> I see when men and women of God are rising up. So that's a very exciting time for me. It's a time of the remnant yes. on the rise. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. And we've seen some of the struggles that you've gone through up there, and we've been praying and contending for you. Like I uh, spoke to you down in Tampa at Pastor Rodney's church. Uh, but, you know, how can we be praying? We heard there's some... Uh, some developments that have just happened. How can we be praying for you? Well, um, today I learned from my lawyer that there is additional charge on me. I also uh, two days ago had a sentencing by a provincial judge that has found us guilty, and uh, me particularly on two accounts for contempt of court order. So my brother David is facing two years jail time if the judge chooses to go all the way and I'm facing four years, four years jail for inciting people to come to church, for being a pastor, for just simply doing my job, saving lives, saving people and giving them hope in the middle of the greatest tragedy that so many right now are facing. We have a record suicide rate among the children in the history of Canada. We have a record, you know, a rate of um, overdose of fentanyl and other things. People are turning into drugs and alcohol. People are desperate. They're suicidal. In the city of Calgary that I live, there is 10 to 15 businesses that are closing its doors forever, every single day. We do not, we, we need more church today, not less church. We need more prayer, not less prayer. We need more courageous men and women that will, uh, you know, go out there and spread the message of hope, not just with words, but also with tangible means. Feed the poor, take care of the orphans and the widows, you know, restore that hope that historically speaking, the church has always been giving. We are needed more than ever, not less. And of course, as the government, in, in our country, in Canada, declared church is unessential. They declared church useless. They're telling, they're telling us and our congregants, you're not welcome, you're not needed, you have to submit, you have to shut down or else. So we said, or else, and people like me and my brother David are being hunted down as enemies of the state. We are not the only clergymen being harassed and intimidated and jailed. Pastor Tobias in Manitoba is the first Canadian clergyman in a modern history that is in hiding. Uh, Pastor Henry Hildebrand, his church was locked. He was forced out of Tim Stevenson. His church was locked. They broke into his church. They locked his um, you know, church. 
and they um, went outside and pastor was arrested in front of his eight children. Another pastor outside of Edmonton, his church was confiscated, confiscated by the state and fenced with three fences guarded by over 100 masked officers. What we're seeing is simply a repetition of history. Those people are destroying moral standards. They're eliminating Christianity and Judaism from the country. They are for the kill. They're very serious. They do not care about the law and order. Uh, they are destroying us slowly, uh, one law at a time. That's why I'm here in the United States asking you, rise up, stand up. It's not that the enemy is at the gates. The enemy is not approaching. The enemy is already within. You have to realize you're dealing with the biggest force you have ever dealt before. It's a hybrid of fascism and communism, socialism, and it's here for the kill. That's why we have to come together. Wow. Pastor, we are just praying so hard for you. We're so thankful for your boldness. We're so thankful that you're willing to stand. And uh, we stand with you. The remnant here in America stands with you. Uh, what What is, uh, I know you got to go, but what message would you have for the American pastors? Uh, you know, this is coming here. Uh, we already saw Pastor Rodney Howard Brown got arrested for having his service open. Uh, I work for the Religious Liberty Coalition as the president. I've seen so many churches here being fined. Uh, you know, what is your message? What is the Lord speaking to you? What can we do now? What is the action call? Well, in 1981, during Polish, uh, Polish uprising, the Solidarity Movement, 50,000 communists were ruling over 36 million Poles until it's 36 million Poles said, you know, enough is enough. They took it to the streets and they won their country back. What I have for the Americans as a whole is you got to rise up, stand up. This is your country. It's not just the politician's country. It's not just the wannabe tyrant's country. This is your inheritance. Are you willing to stand up for it? Are you willing to fight for it? Also, if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your children, for the next generation. Do it for your grandchildren. I mean, what kind of a nation are you going to pass to the next generation? Is this the promised land you want your children to have? A slavery, a communism, a socialism, fascism? For the clergyman, I have only one message. Who do you work for? You work for Fauci's? You work for Biden's? You work for those wannabe tyrants? Or you work for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? And in my Bible, it says, do not forsake the gatherings of the saints. In my Bible, it says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my Bible says that you are to worship your God because God lives in the worship of his people. Who are you working for? In the book of Acts chapter 4, they are very clear. They said, you be the judges whom we are to obey, God or man. And in chapter 5, they're very straightforward. They're very direct. And this is what they say. We must obey God rather than men. So the question is, pastors, priests, rabbis, who are you obeying these days? Are you obeying God or are you obeying men? The man says, shut it down. And are you willing to follow men and his minions, the devil? I mean, who are you working for? It's time for the courageous men and women to rise up. It's time for Deborahs and Esther yes. and Mordecai's. It's time for Joshua's and Caleb's, for Shadrach, Meshach's and Abednego. It's time for David's to face the giants of the land and say, the same thing, if I perish, I perish. To say, I will never bow, even if I will end up in a fiery furnace. Daniel, when he receives a court order, a king's decree not to pray, the first thing he does when he learns about this illegal law, he goes and he prays and he opens the windows. I mean, 
you have to do what your conviction is telling you to do. If you're a real shepherd of God's people, if you're a real deal, you are willing to die for your sheep. Right. You're not going to run away. If you are a real Christian, you understand that those tactics have been happening before. The enemies, um, the tactics of our enemies are known to us. And are you okay with the devil dictating you what you can and cannot do? I mean, seriously, are we people of faith? Are we willing to stand up and say to God that here I am, Lord, you use me? In the Bible, it says that they are walking around. God is looking for whom they can serve. We have to be like the prophets of old, coming back to God and saying, here I am, Lord, use me. I do not, I do not understand what that means. I don't know where you're sending me, but I am obedient. I am willing. I am telling you, God, if I can be useful in your kingdom, use me. Where are men like that? Where are women like that? I mean, seriously, what happened to the church? Why are we so apathetic, uninterested? Rightly so, they're calling us unessential services. Because if, you're, if we are not believing in what we're preaching, we are the most pathetic out of all of those people. Because at least Antifa, BLM terrorist groups, at least those corrupted politicians, they're standing by, they, by, by their own convictions. We as Christians, we shut down churches and we are hiding behind the Zoom chat while the people are dying outside of those Zoom chats. It's time for us to do what we always knew that we have to do. Stand up, be yes. courageous, have faith, and do what Jesus commands us to do because ultimately, he is our boss, he is our king, and he says, if you love me, obey my commandments. He didn't say, if you love me, obey the devil. If you love me, stop obeying the Bible and my commandments. He says, if you love me, you will prove it by your actions. We shall know them by their fruits. What are the fruits of the clergyman these days? Are you willing to obey the commandments of the living God, or are you willing to bow before the golden image saying to the king well if i must i must i guess that's how it's going to be i mean if you if that's you if that's you you're not going to make it because what we're seeing right now is the greatest separation between the sheep and the goats right. and the sheep and the wolves what god is doing is simply purifying his church the fire is intensifying because god wants his church to be pure in order for him to see his face in the gold he has to purify that gold. You and me, we are that gold. He's purifying us. He's intensifying the fire. He's taking all the dirt away. And soon you will know who is who. Are you the real deal? Then Jesus will be able to see himself in the reflection of the purified gold. If not, you will know where to be found. You will shut down the church. You will hide behind the Zoom chats. And you will compromise. And eventually you will end up in hell. This is the greatest separation during our lifetime. God is separating the faith from the real. That's right. It's an expose, and we're seeing it right before our eyes. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. Uh, you know, you're a remnant person. When I'm on a plane and I sit next to somebody and they're part of the remnant, it's like we're finishing each other's sentences because the Lord is speaking to the remnant. And he's given us a message for this hour. And, Pastor, we just appreciate you so much. And we are praying for you. Before we let you go here, would you mind praying for us and, and just, uh, you know, giving us a, a prayer here before you leave? Sure, Father God, I bless the men and women of America. I bless the Father with the true liberty. In the Bible, it says, who comes to you is free indeed. Who comes to Jesus Christ has that freedom. So I pray for that freedom for all those that are watching, yes. for all those that are listening. I pray, Father, for courage and boldness when the 
In the book of Acts, when the apostles were persecuted, they didn't pray, God, remove our enemies. They prayed for boldness so they yes. can go back and preach the truth. I pray that more and more people will get that courage. Courage of Elijah, courage of, courage of uh, Joshua, a man of God that were called a man of a different spirit. Father, I pray for those women and men of God to rise up, to yes. stand up, to be the followers of the lion from the tribe of Judah so they can become the lions that will roar wherever they go. Father, I pray that they will start flapping their wings like the great eagle that you yes. called them to be. The eagle that will fly above the dirt of this earth. I bless them with your perfect will, Father. I pray that no weapon forged against them shall prosper. No lying time will prevail. I pray, Father, that your perfect will will always follow them. That you would protect them, keep them, and that you would give them wisdom how to fight with this enemy. I pray for your stones. Yes. Father, I pray for those smooth stones that we can tackle as many giants as you want us to tackle. And we can use the devices of the enemy against the enemy's head. In the name of Jesus, I bless America. I bless American people. And I pray that you would awaken them so they can truly embrace freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a lot of remnant warriors and intercessors on this call. Please put it on your prayer list. Pray for Pastor Pulaski, his brother, his ministry. And Pastor, also, is there a way that we could support you? I know there's a a way I heard it on uh, Rebel News, but is there a way we can support uh, your efforts? Yes, please, if you can. My email address is art, A-R-T, at streetchurch.ca. Uh, you can use e-transfer, art at streetchurch.ca. You can also go to the website, www.streetchurch.ca. And of course, the tour, if you want to support the tour, fecunited.com. Uh, they are sponsoring this tour and uh, we need your help. We need your donations without funds We would not be able to do what we do today. We are outside of Chicago and we just came from Ohio We drove here tomorrow morning four in the morning I have to wake up and we are flying to Tampa, Florida. The demand is huge. People are excited They're looking for leaders. They're looking for anyone that will stand up and fight this great evil but without funds, without the support, without people to show up. And you can find those informations on that website, fecunited.com. Um, of course, we will not be able to accomplish what God called us to accomplish. So be blessed. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor, for your time. I know it's been a long day. Be blessed. And we're going to be continue to pray for you, sir. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.